0: Standing in the dark, my back against the exposed brick, my hands by my side, palms against the wall, I'm warmed by your touch, the stone holding your body heat. I breathe in the smell of fresh paint and look out into the dim auditorium. Silence. So quiet can hear the tick, tick, tick of a bold stage light from the fly floor overhead as the electricity passes through its veins, bringing light to the raked stage. The audience hold their breath, listening to the actress, spellbound by her loss and sadness. The sound of an audience listening sends a shock through my body like being caressed by a silent lover. You cradle the auditorium in your arms. I'm addicted to your embrace. I want you in my life forever, and have pursued you ever since. We first met when I moved to Edinburgh, age 12. Preview nights were free, under the condition we, the audience, knew that something could, and invariably would, go wrong. A stage manager poking their head from behind the curtain or the house lights would spring on. A brief delay. Each new production, I'd line up and receive my free ticket. The first production I saw at the Lyceum was an adaptation of Merlin by Tom McGrath. I would love to redo this, David, just saying. Powerful, dark and sexy. The cast in modern army dress they fought next to burning braziers and burnt-out cars. Live music wooed us from the gods. I strained forward in my free seat and hung on every word. Arthur, you fool. A few years later, I joined the Lyceum Youth Theatre next door, just yards away and almost within touching distance. If I couldn't be on your stage, at least I'd be next to you. I wanted more. Decided to dedicate myself to you, wearing your colours. Black trousers and a purple, or was it pink, shirt. I became an usher. and found myself sitting in the dark once again, admiring my favourite actors and actresses, repeat the lines and rhythms, yet always holding me in their power. Matinees were a form of time travel. An escape from reality. A day spent with you. Stopping time and escaping the daylight. It was here, after a shift selling programs and melted ice cream, I'd sneak back into the plush red warmth and breathe you in. Behind the boxes, partially veiled, hidden by the soft light, your gold-veined mural winked at me. Alone in the space... I dared myself to walk up to the stage edge and look into your black mouth. Up to the gods. The lighting desk. No Hamish. Stories of the grey lady who haunted the upper circle. I love your side passages. Secret stairs and double doors. You had my heart now. And I was no longer scared. Months later... Our relationship had grown. I found myself now sitting on stage at the same table as Macbeth, which is not to be recommended. Banquo's ghost appeared, haunting him for the second time that day. Macbeth hurled the fake clay drinking vessel into the wings with fury. The lords at dinner, including myself, were bemused and confused by Macbeth's behaviour, whilst secretly sharing an update on the live football game. A member of the youth theatre and aiming to go to drama school, I was lucky to be cast as second spear carrier in several productions of the Lyceum, Macbeth, the Chochron, and Three Sisters. It was here I would stand in the wings every night and watch Caroline Devlin prepare herself, then thrill the audience without using a word. As she came off stage, cloaked by the dark, I would hope she'd give me a look. Somehow acknowledging the spell she'd cast. Electric. Thinking of you now, sitting there alone and quiet. I know you're just waiting. Not just for me, but for the throng and mass of voices, wet coats and torn tickets. The bell sounding shrill as the laughter and murmur subsides. Passion and warmth filling your empty space. You're the heart of Edinburgh for me, beating. I can't wait to be taken into your darkness again, as you comfort us in your embrace.